Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Understory Podcast. Understory Podcast features innovators and innovations that are trying to make our world more sustainable and responsible. Today, I'm really excited to have Lizzie Ramston, who's the head of sustainable sourcing at Lifecycle from UK. Lizzie, thank you so much for being on our podcast. And、uh, we're really excited to hear more about Lifecycle and what you guys are building. Hi, yeah, thank you for having me.、Uh, we're excited to be here and、um, yeah, tell you guys a bit more about what we're doing. So, what is Lifecycle and tell us more about、uh, what you're building?、Um, okay, so、uh, as you said, I am the kind of head of sustainable sourcing at Lifecycle. We are a sustainable clothing supplier and consultancy. Whose aim is to basically make sustainable fashion more accessible、uh, and to give consumers complete transparency of where their garments are coming from. So,、um, at Lifecycle, we create garments、um, that basically keep the end of the product's life cycle in mind,、uh, hence the name of the company, and、uh, to consider how we can use sustainable alternatives for every part of that garment. So, we use、uh, natural, organic. And recycled fabrics in all of our clothing.、Um, all of our trims are made from natural or recycled materials, and our labels are also made from recycled materials.、Um, and then, kind of on top of that, we have our Lifecycle mobile app, which aims to sort of bring together all of these production steps and、um, primarily involve the customer in getting to know and understand their garments. So, For every Lifecycle product,、um, it has a unique QR code on the label. And、uh, by scanning this code using the Lifecycle app, you can see the complete journey of where your product has come from, from fiber to store, alongside、uh, information on how you can care for the garment to extend its life cycle. Okay, so there are two pieces、uh, I think you said. One is actually being able to,、um, as, as a consumer, Um, buy more sustainable clothing from you.、Mm-hmm. And the second piece is、uh, be able to trace or understand where the different pieces of that garment、uh, are coming from. Yeah, primarily. So we, yeah, we're kind of twofold. We, so we're, we are a supplier and we are primarily a, a brand facing business.、Um, so our model is split into two main services.、Um, One is we work with brands on a bespoke basis where we、um, work with them to see how they can improve their kind of sourcing practices and co create sustainably made clothing lines. And then our other service is Lifecycle Customs,、um, which supplies eco basics such as kind of t shirts and hoodies,、um, which can be customized with prints and embroidery. And this service is aimed more at smaller businesses who. You know, want to access eco apparel,、um, but maybe need lower quantities, or individuals who just want to personalize their own eco clothing. So, we mainly work with brands. However, we think it's really important、um, that the consumer is kind of more involved and more aware, really, in, in the story of their garments and where they're coming from.、Um, Not only because it's important to understand what we are buying, but we think there is an increasing demand for that from consumers themselves anyway.、Um, so, although we, we primarily do work with brands,、um, we're, I guess, trying to 
bring bring all the participants together so the brands the suppliers the consumers so that we can all see where our garments are coming from and understand why it's important to source and buy sustainable clothing yeah can you tell us more about uh, the garments that you're making what are the materials um are they recycled uh, how are they mm-hmm. sourced what are your criteria to consider uh, the material as from sustainably sourced yep so we um it's primarily natural organic and recycled so all of our depending we create uh, women's wear men's wear uh, across kind of formal and casual platforms and uh all of our organic fabrics are gots certified um we also use recycled fibers such as recycled polyester um which has a recycled certification against it and uh, we also advocate cellulose fibers um, made from plant-based materials so that includes um, linen, hemp, bamboos, um, also things like tensile. Um, there's kind of lots of exciting fabric innovations coming up um, that we're kind of constantly trying to keep tabs on including things like we're using coffee waste, fibers from banana leaves, um, for us, primarily, it's moving away from synthetic fabrics and, you know, things like cotton, which is a natural fibre, but consumes a lot of water, um, is very energy intensive and quite harmful on the environment. So uh, we use a, a, a wide range of fabrics, um, but our primary goal is that they are either natural and they can kind of biodegrade and go back into the earth. They are recycled, so they are maybe reusing fabrics that have already been processed and are already kind of within the ecosystem. So it's better to kind of reuse them and turn them into something new than let them go to waste. Um, and organic fibres, which will, which guarantee that there's no harmful kind of chemicals or pesticides being used in the process. Got it. Okay. And, um, you know, one of the things people talk about is, well, you know, um, the, the sustainable clothing or sustainable garments, as you described, take so many steps and mm-hmm. um, compared to fast fashion, um, you know, it's a little bit contradictory and people are hooked, right, to fast fashion as you walk into all these different stores, as we know, on the high streets and so forth. How do, how do you help people reconcile these two different realities? One is where our world need to move to and consumers need to change their behavior to. And the other is this attractive, high fashion notion that a lot of us are growing up uh with uh in in our world Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um i mean the first thing i would say is i think generally times are changing and consumers are becoming more aware of a where their clothing is coming from and b the agency they have themselves actually to make a change um particularly i think this this year has shown it more than ever so i think actually um, as a brand, you, the brands that we work with and any brand out there n- needs to be aware that this is not something that's going to go away and they need to respond to that 
both because their consumers are demanding it and because it's the right thing to do. Um, but absolutely, as you say, there is still a huge conflict between, I guess, wanting to do the right thing and a lot of people being um, used to or, um, I guess, hooked on or or just um, fast fashion is what is accessible to them, you know, which is kind of why I said at the beginning, we want to make sustainable fashion more accessible. We don't want it right. to be limited to high end or something like that. Um, because that, to be quite honest, that's counterproductive um, to what the sustainable industry is trying to do. Um, I think for us, that's why we feel the app is quite important. Um, getting consumers engaged in where their clothing is coming from and interested in seeing that story. I think when people scan our QR code, they get really excited about you know, really seeing, well, this is, you know, the, where it went first and this is where it came next and this is when it got into the UK. And I think by seeing that, it, it makes people think beyond just the hanger that it's that it's on and maybe the price tag that they're seeing and realise actually how many steps are involved in the production of a garment. And it, yeah. it's not it's not an easy thing to do. Um, so I think, yeah, the app definitely helps with that. I think also... Um, we try and use our social media platforms a lot just to kind of um, help raise awareness and I guess um, educate more about the harm that the fashion industry can do to the planet uh, and how you can make changes, whether um, we're very aware that for a consumer to commit to a sustainable wardrobe, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, And actually it starts with making a small change um, you know, maybe just doing a bit more research on the brands that you're buying from or saying, actually, I'm not going to buy uh, any polyester or actually, maybe I'm just going to buy secondhand um, if, if that's something that's more accessible to you. So, um, yeah, I think that there are quite a few different ways to do it. I think education's key, uh, making people more aware of what has gone into their garments uh, and giving them options on, on how they can buy better, really. Yeah, and I think the app also serves as experiential learning and bring people closer to, as you said, how is garment made? It's it's quite complex, mm-hmm. and there are many stages to that. As an expert in sustainable sourcing, Lizzie, how do you see the maturity of this industry evolving? I mean, you talked about different kinds of materials from... Uh, you know, coffee grinds to banana leaves to cellulose to, to you know, natural organic uh, materials that have been certified. If we want every brand in the world, the majority of the brands, to have sustainable sourcing, as you're describing here, and, and obviously there are many other factors to that too, how is the industry maturing? How is that practice maturing? What do people need to do to get the brands to be able to really tap into these different kinds of sources of sustainable materials and get to a manufacturing process where they are working with life cycle day in, day out, and that even in the fast fashion world, people can buy more sustainable clothing? Um, I think from a consumer's point of view, um, what people can do is support small brands support sustainable brands um, brands whose mission they believe in and whose ethos they think upholds values similar to them um, if 
we all do that and there's definitely been a move towards that other brands who are not uh looking at uh, implementing those practices into their own models will start to kind of lift their head and listen um and as i kind of said earlier i definitely think that is the way things are going um i think we also have to recognize that if we want the industry as a whole to move towards more sustainable practices uh, one of the biggest elements of that is going to be our rates of consumption um you know you can buy as many secondhand clothes or uh, kind of as many organic clothes as you want but if you're still buying you know multiple garments a month or or however regularly again that's going to be counterproductive right um so that's definitely something i think that needs to be um spoken about more and yeah you know even though we are a brand of sustainable clothing we very much have the message of you know the, the the most sustainable thing you can do is actually not buy some new clothes um so yeah, I, th- I think that's an important aspect and ma- ma- knowledge of materials is, I think is very important as well. Um, it's not, A lot of people maybe don't realise, for instance, something like cotton is actually very harmful, even though it is a natural material. Yeah. Um, so again, kind of maybe more awareness of which fabrics are kind of m- more environmentally friendly and which aren't then means that people can actively go and support um may, might see a garment and set, think oh this is cotton actually i'm going to put that back see something that is maybe uh or, you know as simple as organic cotton or recycled cotton and think oh wow um this this is actually much better i'm going to choose this one instead yeah and um i, I think those are all great points and and one of the points that you made about rate of consumption that's so key and that's really about human behavior and also it kind of goes in contradictory with all the large brands where they have to sell more every year to demonstrate that growth but the question here is that um you know can we provide more sustainable clothing reduce rate of consumption and still uh be able to um meet the the corporate goals um and financial goals of these large companies where they, they own these huge distribution channels. And your other point about ground uh, swell effect of supporting smaller brands um, will we'll get uh, more action going. So on that note, how do people buy clothes from Lifecycle? Well, how do they get the app? Um, so you can download the app um, via your phone um, kind of through uh, Google Play or, you know, the kind of appropriate downloading app for your phone um just it'll just be life cycle the life cycle app spelled with l y f um in terms of our clothes in it depends who which partners we're working with and whether it's through the bespoke service or the custom service um but we see everyone we work with we kind of work with them on a collaboration basis we see it as a partnership um so at the moment it will be through the brand's sites, um, but they will be advertised through our social medias so you can access them. For instance, if you go through our Instagram um, and go through our, the link on our Instagram, it, it gives you access to the brands we're currently working with at the moment and the garments that are available to buy through them. Um, looking forward, we're hoping that we can launch um a kind of platform through our website where we will have a collective group of brands that we've worked with and you can also buy through lifecycle um but that's that's kind of more of a a future goal for for us as a company um 
So, yeah, at the moment, I would recommend people maybe looking on our social media platforms. And that way we advertise all of the brands that we're currently working with. Great. And uh, would you mind tell our audience your Instagram or social handle in full yes, so course. they can so, find you now? Yes. <laughs> yes. So you can find us on our website, which is Lifecycle co.uk uh, again it's lyf lifecycle uh, and also on our instagram which is lifecycle.co great well lizzie thank you so much for your time today and for educating us about lifecycle and we look forward to your new launches no problem thank you so much for having us it's been great to have a chat